Welcome, everybody, to Oh, a Sopranos podcast. As always, my name is the king of all media, Joe Spellman. And to my left on this Zoom is my trusty co-host, Paul Golias. Hey. And behind, below me on this Zoom Baba is Bowie. my trusty other co-host, Baba Booey. <laughs> You know him as Gary Delabati Dave Fudenick. How, how's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? I'm excited to talk about this episode of Sopranos. <laughs> that was okay. And right. uh, uh, we're talking season four, episode 10. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Uh, no, what's, Let's just the, start what's over. the name of this Let's episode? Just start over. Yeah. <laughs> what's the name of this episode? The Strong Silent Type. Strong Silent Strong Type. Strong Silent Type. Come on. Great title. Great title. Yes. Yeah, it is. Heard it a couple um, times on the show. Yeah. Uh, before before we get into it, let's right up top say, hey, any of you regular fans, listeners, you have any questions, comments, concerns, things you want us to discuss, uh, we just write in and we will discuss them on our episode um, for you. We do it for you guys. That's the yeah. Thing. Yeah. We don't charge you <laughs> to, be, to get shout outs. Okay. There are some podcasts that do that. Yeah, Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of that online lately. Like, uh, you got to pay to get shout outs. Get the fuck out of here. We would would never, ever charge you. And and we would never, you know, want you to pay. So, well, and to be honest, like, we would run the risk of someone um, not asking any questions or asking for a shout out because people might decide, well, that's really not worth my money. So, it wouldn't be. We want to hear. It wouldn't be. Uh, It absolutely Uh, would not be. No. But if you want to gift us some money, true. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take gifts of money anytime. That's true. Right. But you need to send them in like a nicely wrapped like gift box to Spellman's place. Spells your address. Yeah. What's your address? Uh, (laughs) 39. Uh, I'm I'm not giving out my address. I've seen some of the people uh, on Twitter. (laughs) I'm not. I'm sorry, guys. Sappingsley's coming for you. Dude, <laughs> I'll be ready if he does. Nah, he's a good dude. You'd have a grand old time if he showed up at your door, man. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, let's let's okay, but let's let's get into the episode. The strong sure. silent type, which is which is something we hear out of Tony's mouth quite a few times before this episode, and and Very I think Koopa. at least once after this episode. I mean, he says it in the pilot, right? He's like, yeah, to Melfi, whatever happened to Gary Cooper? I think he sends says it multiple times before this. Like he does. He I I actually show. looked it up on our trusty. Get yarn for oh, any yeah. time, uh, strong silent type or Gary Cooper's mentioned, and so it's it's uh, first season in the pilot. It's the Happy Wanderer in season two, um, in a, also in a Melfi session. Mm-hmm. Then doesn't mention it all season three. He mentions it in Pine Barrens right? earlier this season. No, Does no, he not say, Pine Barrens. Oh, I no. thought he says it in the car when they're like on their way home. 
No, you're thinking of Christopher when they're on the way yeah. back from the casino. Oh, right? that's one thing. Yep, 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 yep. Whatever happened, Gary Cooper? He was gay, Gary Cooper? No. Uh, but uh, and then obviously this episode, and then in the fifth season, he says it to Wegler when mm-hmm. uh, in All Happy Families when AJ's in trouble, and he's like, you know, I always wonder what happened to Gary Cooper, and Wegler's like, well, Gary Cooper wasn't a 16 year old boy. It was at one point. <laughs> But, uh yeah so this is this is like a recurring theme of tony's he has this like, image in his head and so uh back in the day when i was like obsessively looking at like episode titles before they aired i was like oh this is gonna be a good one and you know what guys i was right oh it's a, a good one, one. it's yep. a great one yep um there's the little rundown here we got a teleplay by terrence winter robin green mitchell burgess story by david chase Directed by Alan Taylor, again, who's uh, directing The Many Saints. Very excited for that. Mm-hmm. And originally aired November 17th, 2002. Great times. Oh, little yeah. rundown. This is, of course, for those who don't remember. Pro- probably went home for Thanksgiving break. Just oh, probably. Feeling yeah. Myself, yeah. Just feeling myself. Hell yeah. Um, this is the one where Chris's drug addiction comes to a head, particularly the head of little Cosette. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony oh. fucks Svetlana. Which came oh. out of nowhere, and <laughs> yeah, uh, and Polly rescues uh, the painting of Tony and Pie from a fire, though he he couldn't rescue Pie herself from the fire. Um, so you guys want to talk about what what goes on with Chris and Adriana? You want to talk about Carmela and Furio, or you want to talk uh, about little, Tony? I, I like this that? like choose your own adventure. Yeah, uh, if I'm trying it out. No, yeah, no, I like it. I like it. <laughs> I, I I guess like. Um, I mean, the heart of it is is the is, is Adriana and, and Chris. Chris. Yeah, let's start with that. But there's so much that happens with Tony this episode. You forget. Yeah, or I and, forget. And the least. and the Carmen Furio stuff is is great yeah. too. Yeah. Um, um, but okay, yeah, we'll we'll start with Chris and Aid because uh, the episode does open with with Christopher uh, watching some little rascals. Just more weirdo television on in that house. Well, but I heard that's great to watch when you're shooting up heroin. <laughs> Uh, oh it is yeah that's true <laughs> spells nose i know because i've never done it <laughs> i do love John, tell... johnny the nut though I bet. Yeah. oh, he, oh yes. for sure. yes. he's always on it when he comes on this uh program i, um, have yeah, I believe away. that yep believe that it always just seems like it's tv that is on at three or four in the morning yes mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah i guess like uh, w, I guess. like you know like, like pix or, yeah, yeah one of those channels like that is like upn9 the, yeah, like in the twenties or whatever on cable right. that like you don't know what the fuck it shows, right. um, and like who is watching this? That's that's not right. like eighty plus years old, but yep. uh, right or a drug or, or drug addict, you know, or or yeah. an eighty year old on heroin could be. I'm sure they exist, uh, but so I guess as far as characters who get introduced in a season just to be killed off dramatically goes, you had you had season two Richie April. You had season three, Jackie Jr. You had season four, Will Cosette, R.I.P. Uh, it, was, it was hard to, isn't it weird that like that shot of her with her neck snapped after Christopher gets up? Like that's like, yeah, it's like a really disturbing. Image. Yeah, it's oh, more disturbing the, to me than the like point. seeing the humans mutilated. <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah. I mean, I, I, me too. I have a dog, uh, the exact same size, basically, maybe mm-hmm, probably a little bigger, but um, yeah. who is always on the couch. Mm-hmm. Do you have any close calls? <laughs> Not really. Never. But okay. it's always a fear. Johnny the Nut has the yeah, Johnny the Nut. When he comes <laughs> over and he's all dogs. fucking stoned and he's writing, he can only write here. 
Um, he, he, yeah, he almost sat on my dog truffles, but, uh, it's definitely a fear of mine because of this, this episode. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. I don't even have a dog and I'm like, you know, it's it stays with you. She must've crawled under there for warmth. <laughs> yeah, so, so fuck. sick. And yeah. he, and that line is so funny because it's so stupid. Uh, he is so, he is so unfazed by it too. There's a fucking dead animal on, on the, he's holding the it. He's like, he's like, oh, well, just trying to like fucking like come that up. That line with too is just like such a level of like all these guys who like, who are just never wrong. Like the never, mental gymnastics yeah, they have to go through yeah. to, to absolve themselves of any wrongdoing. Yeah. The yep. dog, its face was so cold, <laughs> it burrowed underneath Chris's ass and and suffocated to death. Yeah, that's well, what, what that's is what he's that? insinuating. Yeah. Here. Yep. <sighs> Chris, Chris, Chris. What are we gonna do? He's like the opposite of Tony. He's like he doesn't give a fuck about the dog. Uh, whereas yeah, Tony I mean, only cares, and we discussed that more this episode. Tony's strange um, care for animals as opposed to humans, human lives. But yep. Um. So from there, obviously continuing the storyline of Adriana with the feds. She meets up with agent San Severino. She urges uh, her to get Chris into rehab. Apparently the feds have just been like, without telling her, sending her like pamphlets for like rehabs. Like, do they really think that that's going to make one iota a difference? Like, like, no, I think the idea is to get him to get Chris removed from the Sopranos crew and then, and in their in their eyes, that'll make it easier to like get him to permanently leave. Okay, I think, yeah, I think that's the thinking. Yeah, meaning that they might be able to flip him. Um, yeah, if he's like away, know, and also it's like getting him clear, more clear headed. So maybe like it it gives Adriana um, a better chance of talking to him about it. Which sure, I mean if he's if he's down like, the line, we know does, does, doesn't happen. Yeah. If he's gonna die, then uh, from like a drug overdose or something, then like Adriana's of no use to them anymore. But also, it seems counterintuitive because like taking Chris off the street, like what would Aid be able to give him, give them, give the feds without her boyfriend hanging around? You know, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, ultimately, Chris <laughs> heads into uh, a not nice neighborhood yep. to get some heroin, and he ends up getting beaten uh, very badly. By some thugs, uh, including a xylophone. Yes, that can't hurt. That doesn't. That looks like like it just does not hurt. Yeah, I've been beaten by a lot of xylophones. <laughs> it actually, it, it's it doesn't hurt, but it stings, you know. Right, and also, but you're you're getting like the pleasure also at the same time of hearing the musical notes as you're being beaten. With it, so <laughs> that's like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you so think that is, wasn't it? Um, uh, intentional. What having the xylophone? Yeah, because I read a lot on uh, our on on the Reddit Sopranos xylophone uh, thread. <laughs> no, I yeah, don't know. That, okay. was, that was stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh God! I was like, "Where's he going with this?" The xylophone from Sopranos has its own subreddit. I love it. Um, it, yeah, no, I mean, I guess they were just trying to have something like oddly interesting. Visual. Yeah, unusual. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah continue, please. Like- Anyways. Continue, please. <laughs> yeah. Please. Moving on. Please. Um, some guy, uh, some upstanding citizen uh, brings Chris home to Adriana. We, we've seen him before like that. Uh, the, the scene where like 
he like uh chris is like in the bathroom like by oh right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i was that like guy, where... that guy's shooting up with him yeah that's right you're right i was Isn't wondering he, like, where he was before yeah he's puking in the toilet yeah yeah yeah, I thought I Domino. Very short scene, just like out of nowhere. Yes. Uh yeah, David Chase, you know David Chase just wanted to insert that song somewhere. <laughs> it's so weird. Um uh, but yeah, I love how Adriana just fucking shoes that guy out because he, he wants 30 bucks for bringing Chris home. Um yep. this is where she springs the uh the pamphlet on him. Um, he's obviously infuriated and he ends up, uh, striking aid, uh, several times, um, and then like storming out. And this is the interesting part because I feel like we sort of like skip a moment. We skip over a moment and and I guess we don't need it because it completely works without it, but that like aid decided making that decision to go over to Carmel and involve Tony and Carm, like also knowing that she's a rat at the same time. Like that seems like a huge, huge decision. Um, what, what do you guys think about that? Did, did we like, did, are we missing anything there or, or am I crazy? Uh, I guess I never really thought about that. I mean, it's at like, the end of the day, she, she's still like, it's he's spiraling and it's still her fiance. And yeah. who, who else could she go to? What is she going to go to her mother? Her mother's going to tell her to leave her him again. Like, Right. You know, yeah, if I anything, think... you know, Tony, Tony, that's the right thing to do because well, because Tony's like, we're a family. So, you know, you come to me with family problems. You don't go to true, anybody right? else. Right. Agreed. But at the same time, she's and she even says it in the scene. She's like, please don't hurt him. Like she knows what Tony's capable of and how vulnerable this this makes Chris to the feds. I mean, she especially knows that. Um, also, con- then- con- confusing again, uh, Carmela goes, um your, your nephew did this mm. your nephew yeah yeah <laughs> uh, there's always like it's always a little blurry with still the confused is. still uh, confused. when when yeah when he's beating women it's it's tony's nephew yeah right 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 <laughs> but, right yeah but uh but yeah and then all but tony i mean she aid says like i packed a suitcase to go down to my aunt's in daytona or whatever and and tony's like don't do something you're gonna regret that's exactly what she should do. Get the fuck out of there. Yes. Don't involve these people. Don't that could have that could have that could have been the best decision she ever made for herself. Yep. Um, but you know, it's three weeks before the wedding, apparently. Like I mean, invites had to have been out, right? Like that's a whole headache uh, right there. Yeah. I um, mean, yeah, they gotta like they gotta be like, you know, picking the uh the um table arrangements and stuff. They're at that stage, yeah. And, and uh, he's just and think. he's just getting high. Like what? <laughs> like what, dude? This is not working. Not working. Um, but ultimately, you know, things work out as they work out, and uh, and Tony and the family organize an intervention. Uh, and this, of course, is like one of the most beloved classic Soprano scenes. Wow. I think it's Sopranos at its best. Oh yeah, um, got Casey Jones uh, running the. Uh... <laughs> what's that guy's name? Like uh Elias he, Cotius or yeah, yeah, yeah. Elias Cotius. Yeah. Great. I only knew him from Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um, Casey Jones, baby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but is he but he's I mean, he's a great actor. The yeah. character is so well written because you totally get who this guy is, like right off the bat. You're um, oh, you're the guy who broke into Stu Leonard, stole those pork <laughs> <lines>. <laughs> 
He's like, By the way, I, 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 I don't think there's a store my dad loves more than Steel Leonard's. My dad is obsessed with Steel Leonard's. I mean, they had for, great for clam. They have great clam chowder. Great clam chowder. Great dairy products. Yeah. yeah. For for Are listeners who don't home? know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, when yeah. I when I go home, my 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 dad still like is stocked full of like potato salad and cold cuts and shit from Stu Leonard's. Oh shit. But, I don't yeah, think for, they are in, in like in Connecticut. No, they, yeah. I think that the, that big one has that big one in Norwalk is definitely yeah, that's that's the one I went to like as a kid, but that's still around. I mean obviously I haven't lived there for yeah well you know like years, but. the original Stu Leonard like he went to like prison for like tax evasion and shit and like yes, fraud yeah. well like his right. his son like took he got money. he or he got this guy to steal the park lines <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. claimed them they gave them back it was right, a whole yeah. big scheme uh they used to have yeah. like the animatronics right or like yeah, the cow like, they, yeah, yeah they still have that show like that's that's what i remember because i haven't shit. been there since i was a fucking child but uh, um that's yeah there's still yeah. Uh, there's one one by my parents house and uh yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's a big part of our family's culture. Hey guys, <laughs> look up Stu Leonard's great great yeah. establishment. Great uh, but Dominic, great character. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he's he's been through addiction uh, and seen the other side of it twice, I guess. But uh, <laughs> I love he introduces himself. I'm an alcoholic and an addict, and Paulie chimes in. Not to mention scumbag. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can look. That always kills me. I know it's coming. It always <laughs> makes me fucking laugh. Oh yeah, yeah. Paul, Paulie, so out of line. Paulie clearly understands addiction. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, so a two-time loser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so they have this sort of meeting um, beforehand, just to prep everybody, and then it goes into the actual day of intervention. They're in Chris and Aid's apartment. Chris just wakes up. Uh, and rolls out and they have like they have everybody there sill tony paulie um carmelo he doesn't Benny. hear all those loud he doesn't hear all those loud motherfuckers coming in that's what i was thinking too the, but the, I mean, loud, we, the loudest fucking people you think paulie like came in quietly oh yeah paulie was really really tiptoeing i bet um uh but but yeah you got any senka <laughs> uh yeah he was probably trying to get in the bedroom to sniff her panties yeah, but, that's true um so they confront him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 equally parts sort of like emotional. When Adriana started like reading her letter about like all I want is to have a good, you know, beautiful life with you together, um, and then it just devolves into uh, <laughs> just it's it's one of the funniest scenes. Oh, That's the thing. Hey, like yeah, yeah. disgusting. They they handle it so disgusting. well. It could like <laughs> Guido mob guys at a at a intervention could be an snl sketch in the yes. hands of the wrong writers like okay, I mean, is... paulie's reaction to when like she's talking about how he like can't get it up yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can oh. no longer perform as a man like every even benny's face oh, he's like oh. uh... yeah <laughs> yeah um jesus uh, christ is this necessary <laughs> <laughs> scene full of great reactions uh they sort of go around uh silvio's little like very stiff reading of I walked into the bing, there you were, your head in the toilet, in the tub. hair in the toilet in water. The Disgusting. Disgusting. Always kills me. I said my Always piece, <laughs> Um Van Zant's great, like one of his greatest delivery lines. Um, oh, yeah. We got, uh, we got Paulie, uh, you know, I don't run, write nothing down. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's weak. just like me, man. <laughs> I gotta yeah, give just, a speech. Yeah. I don't write nothing out. down, baby. <laughs> As we know, I just got the bullet points, okay? Yeah, 
yeah. hit those. Yeah, yeah, because you wait, because you drank a bunch of bullet before you give the points. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are the bullet points he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I mean, throwaway line, but after they, uh, after it comes out that Chris killed Cosette, <laughs> he killed a dog. Uh, Polly goes, oh, "What was it, barking?" As though, <laughs> as though that's justification for Chris fucking murdering the dog because it was barking. Right. Right. Um. Love it. Uh, I mean, any other favorite moments from this scene you guys have? Uh, no, I think we covered them all. Uh, uh, it's, um, it's 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 great. It's 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 great writing to have um, him kill the dog, and then have that uh, ha- like, and then see how that affects Tony. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah, a lot of action spurred by the death of animals in this season. Um, uh, I mean, actually, one thing I will point out which is kind of an unfortunate uh, coincidence is Christopher's line to Tony, like when he's talking about, you know, self-restraint, he's like, Oh, the way you eat, you're going to have a heart attack by the time you're 50. And as we know, uh, yeah, Daniel Feeney yeah. would in fact die of a heart attack uh, at age 51, which is, yep. which is very sad that, that post uh, when did he die? 2013, 2013. Yeah. Cause I was, yeah, I was in Italy when he yeah. fucking died. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. 2013 that's summer. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's right. You were in Italy at the same time he died in Italy. Yes. Yeah, because I overheard like people like speaking about an Italian around us. It was like very bizarre. I'll never forget where I was that day. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean I rang that sad. bell all the way. <laughs> um, uh, Chris, yeah, of course, like and of course, like you know, just like around the, the Tony animal thing, you know, with like we'll, we'll, we'll get to it obviously, but mm. Furio is like trying to cover up that he was crying about um you know his his <laughs> heartbreak mm-hmm. and he's and he's like I'm st- you know basically like i'm still getting over like my father like passing away. he's like all right you gotta get over it and it immediately cuts to tony crying in melby's office about a fucking Tears horse you know about fucking yeah. about fucking pile my right you know it's um, like the biggest fucking hypocrite it's a that's a great cut um another juxtaposition is definitely in that scene where like he you know he's like livid about the dog and then he's just like yeah he's just like kind of mad and like a little mad about his smoking weed at his mom's funeral i think that's just <laughs> yeah that's right great. yeah right you know uh, which is a great callback doesn't really care a, one of the, that's a great chris moment um yeah that's very funny but then oh like, yeah it, it's 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 so like true life like things that you thought were funny years ago like you look back and maybe maybe that was uh kind of a red flag or something or like you know like just the the fact that these characters have such a rich history together and we get to see some of it and it comes back years later it's 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 one of the reasons that sopranos is great but so chris verbally attacks his his mom i think he calls her a fucking whore mm-hmm. um which which merits him a punch in the face from Polly walnuts uh yeah which I, can't I, can't deny can't deny it. i think that <laughs> was justified yes uh and also i want to I, I mean i want to point out that there is uh a moment here where you need to sort of like pause it to see it but silvio fucking completely unnecessarily pushes dominic down to the ground when he comes at chris <laughs> yes. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Fucking falls yes. to the floor for no reason like, get the fuck out of my way <laughs> uh, he, he wasn't even uh, in his way i figured i, no, I, I mean, thought he was in his I way mean, 
barely he was sitting in a chair he could like right. but uh it's it's really i don't even know like they might have uh that might have well, been a take get, where that was is, an accident or something but is the insinuation that they're like look what you had one job you fuckhead look what you did definitely <laughs> right. i mean definitely yeah. yeah um so he goes to the so, hospital he goes to the hospital yeah. gets go admitted. run back to stool energy cocksucker <laughs> Uh, Chris, uh, they tell the hospital that he was spraying for ants, um, like in his kitchen or something. And he, he fell and got a hairline fracture. Um, but they arrange for Chris to go into rehab in Pennsylvania. Um, he's not going to leave till he's clean. And, and obviously the caveat is that Patsy is going to be watching him up there. So yep. anything fishy or Chris tries to leave, that's, that's the end for Chris. Yeah, what a um, thrill! What a thrill for Patsy. He gets to fucking just chill in a motel for guys sit outside yeah. this uh, fucking rehab in Pennsylvania. Um, I, yeah, and that, so that's I, I've always been struck by the fact that you're like you're allowed to smoke cigarettes, but they see caffeine. Can't have chocolate. Yeah, yeah, can't have chocolate. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. which and I assume you can't have coffee or soda too, and all that. Like because because yeah. they said it's the caffeine. Yeah. Like. So nicotine's not a drug, but well, 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 caffeine. I think maybe for people who are like cocaine, it's like a sure, it's an upper. Uh yeah. The thing with well, the the thing with yeah, I think the thing why cigarettes don't is because they do actually like relieve like a craving, in a way. No, I no, I I believe that, but yeah, to me, like, I guess, but I, get, I guess, I, I guess, I caffeine feel like sugar would do that too, like. Fucking yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I guess it probably just doesn't. It, it actually accelerates it. I think. Right. Yeah. Right. I guess. I guess. Just weird. Just weird to me. Yeah, but I think I think just the addiction of nicotine is is probably like they're like one thing at a time. It's it's gonna because people go through actual like physical symptoms of withdrawal to nicotine, right? Maybe sure. not so much sugar, but yeah, um, for sure. So like <laughs> to be in withdrawal of heroin and then also not being able to have a smoke, I guess there that would probably be yeah, that's pretty not, tough not ideal um anyway so that sort of wraps up chris and aid this episode um let's move on to carmen furio sure little little uh cold romance here um <sighs> furio in the beginning of the episode is, is still in rome benny shows up to drive tony um carmela cut her hair what do you guys think of carmela's haircut i think nice. it's really nice yeah yeah, I, I just wish she would t- she would have talked to me first. Yeah, no. well, yeah. my my wife is always threatening to cut her hair off because <laughs> it's, it's a it's a pain in the ass to have long hair. Like it, it's yes. annoying to fucking yeah. wash it and all that shit. But uh, but I'm always like, oh, don't cut it, please don't cut it. Yeah, we like the long hair. I like the long hair, but um, no, it's very nice, very nice. I love the stock footage of the Alitalia. Dude, uh, yeah, what was that landing. shit from like 1980? <laughs> well, I was all grainy. Like, Looked terrible. Looked terrible. Come on. Like, this is like the top show on television at the time. Like, you can't get better fucking stock footage than that. It or just like not shit. use it. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, like, you yeah, don't why, need it. <laughs> we don't need to see a plane landing. It was so like, do we, bizarre, right? Yeah. Were I they also know. considering like putting like the red line following his flight like across the Atlantic? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, so Furio, when he does, I mean, first of all, Jersey looks like fucking shit compared to, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's just, well, he's seen all the, like the, like the fucking like Burger King and like, and yeah, the, yeah, exactly. It's and definitely... then like the guys on his phone, like in the front, <laughs> in the car, like his driver. And yeah. he's like, what? <laughs> like he's definitely good. traveling down route nine or route one nine. I feel like from the, from Newark airport, 
yeah which is yeah. like looks like looks like total shit <laughs> Yeah. We'll yeah. check in with Chris Gethard for uh for confirmation. Oh that, yeah, but... yeah. Gotta ask Gethard. Um, <laughs> yeah, Route Nine. Oh man, yeah. Uh I fucking... funny about that Burger King. <laughs> I fucking remember going to that uh going to that gas station with all the flags and I fucking uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Urban legend. Is that a good that Chris Gethard impression? He it's probably not bad, probably not. Yeah, probably yeah, not. Not we could probably fool a few people and just tell people that that uh chris is is a host on the podcast who's yeah. a loose spell yeah sure yeah, um, uh so furio shows up with some gifts for the kids mm-hmm. for mado uh and yeah mado my <laughs> uh, yo why does she open those gifts they're not hers jesus yo for real yeah typical karm she opens college admission letters she it is like gifts for it is very inappropriate <laughs> like <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Well, she knows the kids doesn't don't give a fuck, right? That's like, true. They're they're probably not even gonna end up in the hands of AJ and Meadow. <laughs> uh, yeah, Meadow might, but she's at college and like yeah. fucking yeah. Right. And AJ definitely doesn't give. A fuck. Yeah, what the hell is that gift for AJ? The little little guy. No, doesn't he an, say it's oh, like an ornament? It's like it's a, a good luck. Like, oh, it's like a good luck charm. Like yeah, that, yeah, it looked like um, an ornament. Um. Yeah. Uh, so of course, Carm finds an excuse to head over to Furio's. Uh, some like decorating tips, which you always just randomly show up at people's homes to give them decorating tips i mean very it. common yep. um but but she brings aj along uh probably as a barrier right because she's yes. she's she's showing some restraints here uh how much do you think aj realizes what's going on i thought about this before like because he, he's really dumb so <laughs> he is and also like i think we forget when we're that age we don't like we can't see past ourselves mm. so yeah i think like, he doesn't up know. In, like whatever so i feel like if he if he did know he would fucking tell tony <laughs> right right yeah i think he i think he's completely clueless <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know if he would tell tony he ends up uh, like ultimately telling meadow i think that she, that car was always was, taking him over there yeah and stuff, yeah, yeah. And, that's and true meadow puts two and two together like instantly right um yeah he is stupid so he um, doesn't know what gutters are so <laughs> right um, and he's constantly like why am i here yeah yeah i yeah. need to get my <laughs> magic magic stick at comp usa what the fuck is a magic yeah. stick? joystick must be know. that's what i always thought for like computer games yeah that's, probably that's were, they, were they called magic sticks i mean maybe there was one that was called that i feel like I they would, were just that was just like like some <clears throat> technology that uh that that's been lost to history well in oh, rap music be. i mean like the 50 cent song like i got the magic stick that's about you oh there we rock. go yeah so right i gotta get this fucking dick at comp <laughs> um okay so carmella ends up meeting up with rosalie where she finally like verbalizes to somebody her thing with furio you haven't um, fucked them <laughs> so it's not really real <laughs> It like reminded me of like when uh, Dino was like, "Did you fuck her?" <laughs> yeah, you didn't fuck her. Uh, yeah, so I mean, both men and women have those friends. Uh, it was weird. It, it was weird when Rosalie was like, "Come, Carmela, come to Doves. Come to Doves. <laughs> come to Doves. We'll get you laid." Great line. Great line. <laughs> Recurring. Uh, oh yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think what we're seeing here is is Carm is going through every uh motion to keep this keep alive her like romance in her head with furio but also to keep herself uh resisting 
any temptation. You know, that's why she brings AJ over there. But meanwhile, we see fucking Tony for the fucking bajillionth time just blow through do, everything and fuck oh. another woman like without a second. Do, call. do you think the experience with Vic Musto kind of like sent Primed, uh, something in in Karm where she because she realized what that like you know she stopped yeah. and thought about like what that could have meant yeah and no. realized she needed to have some sort of buffer um, whether it's conscious or not. Yes, yes, but I, I think um, I think Vic Musto into uh, uh, maybe an equal extent, um, Father Phil in season one have been sort of like primers for Carmela to That's dabble true, in too, infidelity, yeah. I guess. Right. Um, you know, because she's very much looking for that man in her life who gives a shit, who listens who cares to her, yeah, who looks yeah, at her like right. she's, you know, she says it all to Rosalie. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tony's not that fucking guy. I mean, uh, case in point, the end, like those little like match cuts between Furio and Tony. Yep. As they're owed, they're, like they're each dinner. like preparing dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony microwaving his leftover pasta. You know, pouring a glass of milk. Oh, disgusting! Too, too <laughs> strong, <laughs> silent types. You know, <laughs> yeah. who the fuck drinks milk like with <laughs> with fucking pasta? I yeah. was disappointed. What grown I man? Disappointed. Yeah. But he yeah, always drinks milk. Though. Talk about disgusting. <laughs> my yeah. wife over here is saying Silicon. she does she she drinks milk, oh, yeah, yeah. milk with pasta yeah. well with okay. pizza <laughs> well she's from the midwest though growing up but sense. not as an adult people sure. in the that's, midwest that's, people in yeah. the midwest fucking love milk yeah yeah everything is dairy always put dairy yeah. on everything in the midwest right yeah. so yeah um but yeah i mean the contrast between the two could not be uh cannot be more obvious but at the end of the day my question is like are they all that different i i think i mean they're both fucking italian thugs who use violence to get their way i mean maybe furio is a little more romantic yeah i would say that i would say he is he cares more yes but he's he's like but she's also projecting the things that he's done and and a part of it too is like she she's projecting onto furio like the like the more ideal man that she would want to be as her significant other. Right. You know, yeah, and and also, he's, he's more passionate. He has, he has yes. he's, he's more passionate and like fiery. Tony, Tony is more, uh, I mean, he's just more like a fucking Homer Also, Simpson. ironically, like she, he's just more like she a loves the hair. Oh, she loves the hair. Loves the, <laughs> the yeah. ponytail. But also like she calls out Chris in this episode about when he was high at Livia's wake. Um, and Furio was also fucking st- like, didn't didn't we see him taking bong rips and bumping lines and shit? There's like a quick. I, there's I a- reposted that like 420 video I made last year. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. Well, yeah, they're like him, Aiden, uh, and Chris are like, yeah, that stupid song. Oh no no no! There's a quick shot of them in that uh, intervention scene, and they look really guilty, like him and Benny. As if, oh, as yeah, if yeah, like yeah, Chris yeah, got, yeah. as if like Chris got high with them or something. Like I feel like yeah. they were trying to like, and they were doing blow in a way. Yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so the point is, like, Carm's in love with just this very small piece of Furio that he's letting her see, and I think that is a real part of him. But it's, but like, there's so much that, like, if 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 Carm and Furio were ever to get together, like, she would end up being equally disappointed with this yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony, so absolutely. Well, and eventually yeah. it happens. With- it, it happens with Webler, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I mean. But you know what? He would be faithful to her. You think so? Yeah. I'm not 
wants to. I don't know. Maybe I think because so. we don't we 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 see him in. I mean, maybe part of it is like because he is so like in this Car- Carmela like bubble in his head mm-hmm. at the moment. And sometimes when you get what you you want, then you know then you yeah. move on to something else. So it's like the the chase of her maybe is consuming him, but he doesn't. See, he's not like like woman crazy like the rest that's what i'm saying like i think he would be faithful maybe he'd have a gumar for appearance purposes like you know but like right not to disappoint the guys yeah exactly was a cutie i mean she was she was yeah she's beautiful what happened to jessica jessica (laughs) there's no communication like some people or whatever he says yeah um uh, but yeah, so that's that's sort of where we end. Yeah, had this uh, balsamic vinegar. Thirty years, I my, <laughs> I put my dick in it. I got it from Stu Leonard's. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that so there's a, like a lot of shit that goes on with Tony and the rest of the crew in this episode too. Mm-hmm. Um, we you know early on we see them at the Bing. It's been a week since Ralph's murder. No one's heard from him. Um, <laughs> Paulie's like try the gay men's choir. They're they're, they're having tryouts today. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Classic. Um, Chris brings the painting in of Tony and the horse uh, and Tony just storms out. You know, he, he looks like he's about to cry. Uh, Polly's happy because that's a forfeit and he takes the money. He was playing pool against Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But like, it seems it, it, this is how, you know, Tony Soprano's rattled because he's always so super obsessed with how he's his image, how other people are perceiving him. And for him to like show this moment of weakness out of a painting of a horse, like that's that. And he storms out and calls back moments later. He can't even be in the room to like tell Syl to burn it. Like he's got to leave and he calls him and tells him to burn it. Um, Like that's, he's pretty shaken. Um, And I don't know if there's many other times where we see him where he's, he lets his guard down like that in front of the guys. Yeah, Um, that's a good point. But that sort of like spurs this whole thing. It, it almost seems like they're planting the seeds of there's going to be an insurrection here because um, there's a scene with uh, Silvio and Patsy and um, Albert Barisi yep. uh, at, I guess, Vesuvio's. And, uh, and they're talking about like, okay, so this guy gets clipped over a horse. First of all, they, <laughs> it, it's, there's no like, uh, they're not trying to deduce. They all just pretty much know that Ralphie got killed by Tony. <laughs> like, you yes. know what I mean? Like, yes. Uh, I, I mean, cause like, it's, it's very obvious. <laughs> I, I guess. Right. Yeah. Uh, cause who else? Right. Um, right. But so uh, Albert says something that's kind of interesting to me. He's like, you know, what's next? We get clipped for wearing the wrong shoes. And then he's like, when Silvio excuses himself to go to the bathroom, he's like, you know, that guy, he'd be the first one in line to, to pull the fucking plug is he suggesting that that silvio should should clip tony yes yeah yeah but knowing that this doesn't go anywhere we don't see silvio like wrestle with decision we don't see any more of the guys conspiring like what do you think the point of this scene is do you think just, it's just another like that they're all on their like, toes herring, I mean, like yeah it's just just to show the fallout of killing ralph what is it what is it doing what is it doing to the crew and everything right you know right. like um obviously doesn't seem like they spend that much time on it be well because like you know it's sort of like solved when tony like says it's new york right yeah <clears throat> right so that's that's later in the episode um tony ends up meeting with johnny uh 
and Johnny <clears throat> has been informed by Paulie about the HUD scam with cousin Brian and Ralph and, and Zellman. And of course they share Zellman. So he mm-hmm. wants a piece of uh, the HUD scam and Tony's immediately just, you got nothing coming to you. Uh, and, and this is, this is where this wedge between New Jersey and New York uh, is so, sort of originates. I mean, there's, there's yeah. like, you know, underlying unspoken shit like earlier than this, but this is like, you know, you, Johnny you, Sachs says, you want to go down this road? Really? Like, do you think part of his, obviously part of it is him just being stubborn and like being tired of, of John, like demanding that he gets a piece of every fucking thing. But yeah. do you think part of it is like Tony's starting to worry a little bit about profit because Ralph is gone? And so like trying to be a little bit more, um, you know, of a tightwad because I, I, yeah, probably, I think, I think, I think it's a safe bet to think that Tony always has that in the back of his mind. Cause it does cut like his animosity towards him. I know obviously like, isn't, it's not the first we've seen of this, but like, it seems like he's really putting up like, like pumping the gas, like hard. I think he's just, he's at the end of his rope with everything, you know, we're coming to, you know, between Christopher and Pi, and he's got a cover for his fucking stupid impulsive actions with killing Ralph. And I think he's just like when when Johnny uh, calls a meeting with him um, and starts demanding more money out of his pocket because somebody is is talking out of school. Like mm-hmm. he's just he's like, you know, his his reaction is fuck you. Like yeah. I'm not dealing with this. Um, yeah. He doesn't want to lose more money. And it's already happened. Right. With like the Freeland Heisen Avenue property and um other esplanade shit i think right so yeah but i wonder if how soon after this or maybe even during this conversation with johnny do you think tony sees the opportunity to blame new york on on ralph's disappearance do you think when when johnny like calls him out on it is tony's already thinking like ah this is what i'm gonna do yeah probably yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, he's yep, immediately yeah. he's immediately like, oh great, this is this is the reasoning, you know, like right, everybody right. can get behind this. Right. Um, and that's what he does. He goes and, and tells everybody, like, don't make a move until we know exactly what happened. He's like, I want your guys to investigate, which seems like you know, I mean he's gotta like put on put on airs, I guess, but like Yeah, of course. Uh but it's it, knowing he's got a crew of of fuck ups <laughs> this seems very risky like to like toy with this war with new york if new york fucking took ralph out over the hud thing like that's that's like a lot of people could end up getting hurt or killed yes. he's he's yeah. willing to do that to cover his own tracks yeah of course yes but it's also yep. perfect it creates like the biggest like because they'll, they'll never admit it right um so like you know it's the right. perfect way to like get, get people like thinking that they did it or like thinking something happened yeah. and um, also, you know, getting I, the heat I, off of Tony for. Yeah. 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 Like one, he has like a perfect like blame game. And two, I think he knows that like nobody's going to like really take the time to look hard into this. Cause a part of people are like fucking really happy that Ralph is gone. He was a fucking piece of shit. And he yeah, like Paulie, especially. Yeah. And, and he, yeah. And he was, uh, you know, is a huge issue for everybody minus like the huge financial influx. Right. Um, let's talk a little bit about this, this, uh, this Melfi scene. Cause it's, cause this is like the, sort of the first scene with Melfi since Pi died. So we get a little of that. 
uh, Tony expressing that we, we got him, his whole bullshit with, he has to be the sad clown for his friends and his family. And she calls him out on it for once. Yeah. Um, th- I mean, when she actually like gets so pointed as to say, we've seen, I've seen you grieve more for animals than for humans. Um, that sort of ties into the paper at the very end of the series or the study or whatever, where right. uh, Melfi finds out that criminal personalities use therapy to better their criminal instincts. And a, a common thing is they relate to babies and animals more than humans. And do you th- like, my question is like, don't you think this is a red flag for her here? Like how, how realistic is it that it takes well, did- like, a few more years for her to realize this? Didn't you say that that paper is like very, very widely known and she would like realistically, she would have known about that. I remember like after the series ended, like psychiatrists were, were like vocal about like, that's bullshit because that's a very commonly known paper. And so if that's true, this seems like a textbook that, right. When she's actually saying like, like you're more concerned about the death of a horse than your mother, than your best friend. Like, I don't know. It's just, of course, she's not going to just like be like, all right, we'll leave and never come back at that moment. But right, right, right. Uh, it seems to me like she should have had like some, some, it should have like sirens should have been going off for her at this point, if not earlier with the fucking ducks. I mean, very first episode. Mm-hmm. Well, um, sirens should have been going off like when she agreed to keep seeing a fucking mafia, mafia. Boss, right. So exactly. You know, um, and, and the Tony and Svetlana thing, uh, having sex on Junior's couch. Um, I, I find like, her very I, charming. I think oh, she's great. First of uh, all, the, the actress is wonderful. Like she's, yes. she's terrific. And, and yeah, I, I like, I completely buy that. Like, especially in the moment, it really is. It's, it's so well directed. The lighting really is like fantastic. Like you, mm-hmm. you can see, like they really, what they, he finds attractive right, about her. Yeah, they really frame it just so, so that like she she looks so like stunning and yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah. You you see it in the moment, and you know, and she compliments him so like she builds him up so much, which yeah. you know, eventually like after they have sex, like she's like, I can't do this. Like and, uh, again, I you love know, that. I'm not, I love that. I'm not gonna spend time fucking building you up. I have my own issues, you know. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Which is something that so many people like should tell him and don't. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and Tony's not used to the the woman being the one to like say we shouldn't do this again. <laughs> right. Uh, it doesn't sit right with him. Yeah. But um, I remember thinking when I first watched this, uh, I was I was a freshman in college, mm-hmm. um, and I remember thinking, this is like jumping the shark. Tony having sex with a one legged woman. <laughs> and now I'm like, that's so fucking stupid. Like, yeah. but it seemed it seemed like so. Yeah. Like. To an like, eight, please to don't an make him do this. Yeah, yeah, nineteen yeah. year old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, no, Tony Soprano's my hero. Like, don't don't make him do this. As though, but like, no, don't well, make him have sex with. I mean, he needs to have sex with another hot two legged woman, not a one legged. All the two legged. No, the yeah, no. I was a fucking ignorant little little asshole. But like, I remember I hope, like, I hope he's not taking her to tavern on the green after this. <laughs> you know, he'd no, fuck I a, think, he'd fuck a catcher's mitt. You know. Yeah. No, I mean. Right. Hey, and uh, I mean, she's better than a catcher's mitt. Come on, spells. But I'm saying, um, but that's imagine from the if, <laughs> imagine if Uncle yeah, don't turn I tried to turn, I tried to turn it on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, imagine, uh, imagine if Uncle June walked walked in on that. 
That's the scene I want to see. Why don't you clean yourself up? <laughs> um, Just, but it's uh, like Grand Central Station here, but like <laughs> sex, but like <laughs> sex. But like if everybody, is it's Grand like the Port Authority in here. <laughs> is it my turn yet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, and that's anything else you guys wanted. To, what did I miss this app? Anything? Whoa, you missed. The Jason Giambi fucking oh, home fucking run. At the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Michael K call. Come on. Yeah. Uh, great little. Yeah, that's how the episode ends, right? So Paulie ends up taking the, the painting back to his home. Incredible. Hang his picture in my house. The painting uh, is incredible. Especially because it doesn't come back <laughs> until season the end of season five. Yeah. Like, to, uh, yeah. And then, like, Tony's reaction to seeing it is incredible. Uh, yeah. But like it's so funny that um, we know what Tony paid for it, and, and Paulie thinks it's worth like thirty grand. <laughs> that's, classic that's, piece like this. Classic piece like this. Yeah. Yeah, because it was it was like six thousand like dollars. Five six thousand dollars. Yeah. He thinks it's worth like five times that. <laughs> Clearly knows his art. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so what do you think the deal is with with Paulie like? just eyeing it like is it just that he doesn't like tony hanging over his shoulder is he feeling guilty for him uh talking out of school with johnny sack and everything yeah he's re- yeah probably because yeah, we mean, know he, yeah. we know he's it's weird it's right? weird it's just right it's just creepy and weird right. and superstitious i should say yeah yeah uh and so because they do that like zoom in on um tony right with like the snare the military like snare drum to close right. the episode um it sort of feels like Tony has it coming from all angles here. Like his yep. most trusted confidant is in rehab. Uh, he just maybe started a war with fucking New York. Johnny Sack is like at his throat over this shit. Um, but it's also you know, he, like he 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 wants he wants him to look like Napoleon. Clearly has no concept of like who Napoleon was and what <laughs> yeah. ha- like the history right. of that of, of all of that. Right. But it's also like just the idea that he has of Tony in his head as this general. And uh, you know the guy in the arts, the the that in the you know the yeah. the art dealer, whoever like who repaints it for him. He's like he's rather poorly to be uh, mm-hmm. Napoleon. No, like basically, like <laughs> this citizen like can see that like Tony is not the general that that yeah. Paulie thinks he is. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, but either way, the the war is coming to Tony. Yeah, he, he doesn't know it. Yeah, uh, and actually, it's none of those things end up being his downfall because Chris ends up getting yeah. clean and everything else. And it, what's really his downfall is a fucking his fucking FICA and federal withholding papers uh, that that make uh, Svetlana and her cousin have an argument, which leads to Irina calling uh, Carmela in the final fucking in the series season finale here. Yep. But um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for for this app. Should we move on to fucking internet? Fucking internet. Let's do it. We got a we got a short fucking internet. Internet. not a lot here. That's okay. Um, here we go. Uh, this one from user. Purple poise. Purple poise it. Poise. I don't know. Why is Furio crying in season four, episode ten? The strong silent type. He shows up at Tony's house. Carmela excitedly answers the door, and he refuses to go in for coffee. <clears throat> in both of which they respond silently but sadly after insisting he waits in the car he is seen crying alone in his car and tries to hide it when tony comes out why exactly is he crying in this circumstance though 
he says it later on in the episode. Like he uh, he doesn't feel like he belongs in New Jersey. He doesn't feel like he belongs back at home. Mm-hmm. And he can't have the woman that he is in love with. So he's fucking lost. He's, yeah. he's lost in life. Yeah. I think yeah. it's it's fairly obvious that it's, yes. yes, it's fairly yeah. obvious. And, and, and not did you watch? His, did you watch you the watch rest of the end? <laughs> he stopped there. Yeah, uh, he just saw that scene. Turned it off. He just watched, watched that. He re he re he fast forwarded to him Furio eating pasta. <laughs> yeah. and he was just like, "Well, I don't know what the fuck is going on <laughs> with Furio." Why was he? Why was he crying? Did he see the Alitalia uh, footage <laughs> and wonder why they didn't spring for better quality footage? And he flew on, flew on that plane from the 1970s. <laughs> um, okay, this one from user Rose Rosesh one two three four. The strong silent type. Uh, I couldn't think of of any. So asking you guys, which character do you think was the Gary Cooper? And this, uh, I guess, pertains to this episode, but also for the entire series. Do you think? Do you think anybody really uh, met the the uh, standards for the strong silent type? the series because i don't think it was tony certainly no it's definitely not tony it's not i don't think it's furio uh you know he's he's, we see him crying and and very emotional um what are your guys thoughts anything i don't know uh yeah uh i have a thought go ahead do you svetlana ah svetlana was the strong silent type sure this whole fucking time She's he Tony's yep. even says to her, like, you don't talk much, do you? Like mm-hmm. she's silent. She just she's you know, he's like, even with the one pin gone, like you're you're like uh you're doing your thing. She's making websites. She, she puts ice in the fucking uh wine, she doesn't give a fuck what people think of her. <laughs> she doesn't yeah. care. Yeah. yeah, she she just she uh, just like puts her head down and gets that to her own business. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and Tony like admires her for that, and yeah. and she's That's not like call. hung up on him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she even says like you know, it's a problem with Americans. Like you expect nothing bad to ever happen. Uh, and she, the rest of the world expects only bad to happen. And they're not disappointed. Is one of the rare people that, um, you know, squares off with Janice and lives to tell about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. a boring woman. Right. Yeah. yeah. She could talk like that to anybody. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a great call. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, I choose the questions that I have good answers to. So. Hey, I get it. Uh, this one, uh, we kind of already discussed this. I'll, I'll skip it. Um, this one, uh, okay. This one is not pertaining to this episode, but, um, the final episode, but it sort of ties in okay. user Jonathan, something I've been thinking that's, about for a while. <laughs> that's the handle Jonathan. Dude. No, Jono Finn. Oh, J-O-N-N-O-F-I-N. I was like, if this guy is at Jonathan, then like, damn, you got in early. I know. Uh, no, John O'Finn. Um, okay. Something I've been thinking about for a while is that in Holston's, what if Tony was aware of the possible murder attempts about to happen on him, but wanted to go out as the strong silent type and be there as a rock for his family, fulfills that convo from the pilot with Melfi. Tony Soprano isn't dumb, and we've seen him be very observant in the past to his surroundings. Maybe he was living up to what he always wanted to be and therefore getting himself made in America. Jonathan, you're an idiot. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he was just like, I'm just going to let myself get killed. <laughs> yeah. So that I John, can be a rock in front of my, my family. family. Yeah. 
Jonathan really, really wanted to make that like uh, point of view just so <laughs> yeah. he can have that just last to line in the post. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He really yeah. just wanted to be made in America. <laughs> Signed, yeah. Jonathan. Yes, <laughs> Signed, Jonathan. Um, yeah, no, there's no way that Tony planned his own death uh, or accepted. Yeah. If he knew, if he, if he saw like a shooter coming after him, I mean, he'd push his kids out of the way. <laughs> no, Seriously. maybe, maybe, maybe not, but. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm actually not sure, but probably he'd probably try to save himself for sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know that he'd uh, use his kids as a shield. But I don't know he, about uh... that. But um, <laughs> he would probably like you know run. Um. Yeah. Probably. Probably. You would think. Um. But all right. We'll end. We'll end it on on this. User VR City 777, the best found objects used as bludgeoning instruments on the Sopranos. What are the best found objects used to bludgeon a character on the Sopranos? My favorite is a tie. One, Chrissy beaten with a xylophone when he goes to cop but ends up getting carjacked. And two, Vic the appraiser getting beaten with his appraising shit, including <laughs> a Walkman. You guys have any favorites? Uh, people getting beat with shit on the Sopranos? Oh man, I'd really have to think about it. Yeah, um, uh, psycho. I mean, I like, I like, I mean, well, men getting suffocated by a pillow. <laughs> um, okay, I, I just really, I just, it turns me on. Yeah, I love that. It turns me on. Right. Um, oh shit! Did Johnny the Nut roll in when we were looking at him? Oh, you know, oh, he's coming oh. over later. So like, yeah, he's I mean, coming I, soon. I guess I'm preparing myself for it. Yeah, uh, I got, I got one. Um, uh, Bupkis, Paulie, say Bupkis. That means nothing when he's when he's with the, oh yeah uh, the, the 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 bell the like yeah. the whatever oh, like yeah. the, bell, the motel the desk bell yeah uh, yeah 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 that's pretty right. good cool right. yeah I can't yeah all right well that's all, <laughs> all I got right. fucking internet all right uh all right. good stuff good stuff good app good app very good app very well acted app and uh yeah we're getting into the home stretch and uh just like lean up to um. That fucking white calves, baby. Here we go. Which will be so tasty. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. listeners, as always, you can hit us up with things you like, things you don't like, stuff uh, you want us to work on, uh, you know, on the show, in our personal lives. At osopranospod at gmail.com. Give us a follow on the socials, Instagram, Twitter, at osopranospod. And give us a five-star review on iTunes. It's been a minute since we have uh, gotten a review. Give us a review. Let us know, like, you know, shit that, uh, you know, maybe you fucking hate our guts and give us a five-star review because you want to talk about Made in America? That's how you get a Made in America. You fucking give a five-star review. Come on, Jonathan. Star. Oh, come on. Come yeah. on, John- Jonathan. Okay. If you've already given us a review, tell your friends to give us a fucking review. Yeah, pass it around. And, you know, more importantly, tell your friends to give us a listen because, you know, we enjoy doing this and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fun for us, but, uh, you know, it could be fun for other people. Why don't you share the joy? That's the That's, joy around. Right? Come on. We hope so. Yeah, we would hope so. We would hope so. All right. Spells it's, doesn't hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, this is this uh, is you know, like wrap it up here. Spell, yeah, spells <laughs> got spells got quiet about five minutes ago. He's just like stewing. Yeah, spells ready for dinner. All right. Until next week. Oh, oh. oh.